Taking your emails and taking your calls. Ignorant and uninformed. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to your favorite podcast, our favorite podcast. America's. The world's favorite podcast. This is Benji Pickens, and this is Ignorant and Uninformed. I'm here, as always, with Mr. Max Serac. Hello! Ben Titties Whitmore could not make it today, so uh, it's just Max and I in the studio dropping some sweet, sweet love on you guys. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> um, so, yeah, man, uh, we're here to get started, and uh, of course... Uh, I haven't done this so long. I kind of forgot what the fuck. <laughs> I know it's we're we're yeah. short-handed with yeah, our intro yeah. guy <laughs> with our intro guy. I stopped doing it and uh, yeah, air quote talent, uh, <laughs> right? Here. But uh, yeah, ignorant, uninformed. Yeah, your, your show. Favorite. Yeah, your show. Totally. We take your topics and turn them into our show. There is a bowl of topics sitting in front of us. We're going to draw one out. Whoever uh, sent it in gets a T-shirt. And uh, that's how this show works. You can twank us on the Twitter with your topics, at Ig and Un. You can hit us up on the Facebooks and send a message to the show and get us your topic that way. You can email us, topics at ignorantanduninformed.com. Or you can visit the website, stream all the episodes, download, click the Topics button, Get us a topic, get your t-shirt, participate. That's how we do. That's right. Yeah. I'm going to reach in here and get us a topic, man. Yeah, hey, here's one right. on a piece of notebook paper. Oh, I'm going to try shoot, that man. Mm, Notebook paper. Ooh, oh, shit. Oh, man. Lots of words. <laughs> All right. So what are some of the best lessons you've learned by completely ignoring what you were told not to do? Audrey. <laughs> Interesting, Audrey Hipburn. I mean, this is uh, this is one of the topics that I'm going to think about 900 epi- uh, you know instances <laughs> after I leave. Uh, yes, yeah. most uh, most definitely. So life lessons, man. I mean, we actually Max and I were just talking about this kind of. Uh, we were you know throwing it in the political arena, really talking about that. But uh, you know, in general, it just makes like we are. Uh, we are people that don't learn from mistakes typically. No, but uh, I would yeah. say I would say drugs was it's, a big life lesson to me. In in what sense? Well, ignoring what I was told oh, told to, to do and told what what the the truth was. Don't do drugs as a and then like drugs are bad all the way around. Blah blah blah. They don't do anything for you positive and all that. And then as soon as I learned that that wasn't true, you know. You know, sure. it made me, you know, and I've always been kind of an experimental dude, man. If if I'm somewhere and there's weird food in another country, I'll try it. Yeah. You know, uh, within reason, I'm not eating like horse dick or anything like that, you don't know, you, or don't you, fish eye soup. I'm just not into that. But, you I, but I would eat roaches. <laughs> you know, I would eat roaches on a stick and some, shit like that. I would some try fried some, grasshopper. Yeah, I would try all okay. that, you know. Okay. Um, all right. So, dr- like, but what have, what have drugs taught you? Do you think like what lessons have you? Oh man, I mean, just as far as like opening your mind and just, I mean, dude, that's actually been a pretty uh, substantial in uh, in the way I've learned about life in the past thirty years. I think that like we as people, pretty significant, like we are experiential learners. Like humans learn by doing things, by making mistakes, and then like trying again. The problem is. Like, we really suck at learning from other people's mistakes. No, that's it. You really have to do it yourself. Yeah. It was the same thing when I was smoking when I was a kid. All these older people were like, 
you'll regret doing that one day. And I was like, yeah, whatever. Just because you can't quit doesn't mean I can't and blah, blah, blah. Sure. There I was 25 years later, like struggling to quit smoking cigarettes, man. It's a terrible fucking addiction. No. Could have learned from them, man. I mean, if that was the case, we would be so much further along as a society, though, man. Oh, you know what I mean? Without everybody having to recreate the will with every generation. Yeah, no doubt. You know, essentially. And it's it really is kind of a a shame because like we just don't we just don't learn like that. We just suck at learning like that. No, we absolutely do. I mean, so I just finished reading uh, Meditations by Marcus Aurelius. And this dude was like the emperor of Rome back in like. The like hundred AD, and this a lot of that shit's still applicable. It's the man, because, same fucking shit, dude. Because people don't change. No, you know that's the thing, man. Is people don't change. Lessons get lost in time, and yeah, you know? and like I mean, it's like all the things they were struggling with, like. How do you define success? Is it all about just chasing them dollars? Is it about being famous? Like, where do you find happiness? Is it about well, being like, self set? You know, dude, and, like, prisons are full of old criminals. That would tell anybody coming in, man, like, it wasn't worth shooting that dude 50 years ago to spend my whole entire life in here. Right. Like, it wasn't worth it. And they tell people that all the time. I mean, they have programs and this and that where where prisoners try to get kids off the streets and shit like that. But, again, they just have to learn. Now, if they all listened, man, we'd have, like, 87 people in prison. (laughs) Well, no, we wouldn't because prison's about making them dollars. (laughs) <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, they just find something else to arrest That's you for. That's exactly yeah. right. The, uh, um, it's, it, to me, it's like there's – so like I've done a little bit of reading about it, and a, a lot of people think it has to do with uh, our ability to imagine and like put ourselves in those positions. Like that's why – all the like dare program for drugs that we went through in school weren't that effective because you're trying to teach kids who's like – Brains are literally not like they're the parts of the brain that imagine and can put themselves in. Oh, like the to actually put themselves like, in a different aren't, position or aren't even fully developed until you're like early 20s. Okay. And so to like attempt to tell kids, like, hey, don't do this because of the consequences later, those later consequences don't mean anything. Like, it's all gotcha. about that present hedonistic, like, no, I feel. Good when I do this, totally. so therefore I'm going to continue or to do it. I am pissed, so I'm going to shoot this guy and then, you know, rot in jail for right. the rest of my life. And it's just crazy, man. Like, it's crazy. Well, you, uh, you've you traveled around a lot. And, uh, you know, there's people that are just extremely, extremely scared of travel. You know, scared of leaving the country, scared of leaving their hometown. Totally. You know, leaving their state, you know. I don't like cities, you know, because I've seen too much news and too many scary movies. When, you know, cities, I mean, you know, like they're da- more dangerous, you know, than, than other places probably. But it's not like, you know, like you're not going to walk from your hotel to the museum and get raped. I mean, you know, you could, I guess. But but that's but, but it's statistically low. Well, I think like statistics, you know, it's a matter of it's a matter of statistics. Like if you have more people. In like a tighter more space, shit's gonna happen. Then yeah, like I mean, then it's just the be, way it is, you know. And in one out of every hundred thousand are fucking crazy. Then like you're gonna have more crazy people, right? And then if you, you know, just like the idea of a pressure cooker, if you put everybody in like a, a smaller space and you give them like economic disparities, which like there are everywhere, like it just fucking boils and boils and boils until it explodes. Yeah, see, I wonder how much of that has, like is our economy right now um, affected by that mentality, like. 
Dude, all those rich businessmen back from the fucking 1800s and 1900s, man, like when they were old, they probably got pretty solid advice. They all have books out there and shit like that. And I bet there's like so much shit going on right now in government and everything like that that they were warned against from previous politicians, presidents, whatever. And it just gets ignored just like, you know, just like with the cigarettes and shit like that. And people come in and, you know. Oh. Because it's hard to think in the long term, man. It's kind of like – uh, with that instant gratification versus later on, like, uh, I was talking to somebody about Motown recently, Okay, you know, and like it's like Motown Philly back again or no, like Motown, Motown, Okay, you know, like, like back Barry Gordy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, shit like that. And it was like, well, these dudes, like they signed those contracts. Yes. They got fucked over. Right. Mm-hmm. But they did sign the contract because at the time having a hundred dollars in their pocket, you know, was worth more. And so, like, whose fault is it? Is it the record company's fault for taking advantage of people? Like, surely somebody told them, hey, you can make more money on this later on doing this. But that was the bottom line is, do you want your music to get played? Then here's $100, you know, for all your music. Because if you don't, there's 9,000 people behind you that will. Yeah. You know, and that that's really the bottom line. So those guys chose probably against their better judgment a lot of times to do that. Now, is is like Columbia Records responsible for that shit 60 years down the line? I don't believe they are. <clears throat> I, mean, I don't. Yeah. Because somebody Partially. signed a contract, you know, and somebody willingly, like, that's what they gave up. And they may have given up rights just to get their music. But, you know, I'm kind of against the whole, like, man, it's art. I had to do what I had to do to get my art out there. And I, I don't agree with that. Like, just like... Just because a football a guy played football for a while, man, and he's broke as fuck now, people are like feel sorry for him. I don't feel sorry for him. He mismanaged the shit out of his money. The guy made a, you know more money than I'll ever make in my lifetime, and he completely mismanaged it. Just because he played for the Packers doesn't mean I'm gonna fucking send him some money. You know what I mean? No, Just because totally he fair. mismanaged his entire fortune. Yeah, no, I you know? mean like I think responsibility is so. Like going back to your Motown example, like. Yeah, shame on the record company for taking advantage and being, like, exploitative. But, you know, that's kind of what corporations do. And shame on the dude for signing. I mean, yeah, like, for signing, man. There is mutual responsibility there. It can't just be, like, I don't think it's any one Everybody's a fault. fucking victim. Ex- you right. Know, you know what I mean? Like, everybody's a victim and they need restitution. Right. Because <coughs> everybody just need that hand. I mean, yeah. you were talking about, like government and like what old people learned and, yeah. you know passing and, on that wisdom and it wasn't just motown dude i mean record companies did that to every white artist that came along before that too you know what i mean it wasn't just like it wasn't a color thing it wasn't a no you know it was just it was just a I, I have a studio and there's no way in hell you're ever going to have a studio so if you want to record something you have to do it in my studio well, if you want to record it if you want to get it distributed if you want right. no record companies are in the business of making money no that's they're it they're not in the business of putting out art right exactly you know no, and th- like, it's a business man yeah exactly like you've got to you've got to keep that pyramid in, yeah. in mind that like this is the the main goal right and, see, and that's what money. i think you know you should know going into any arrangement like that like if you're gonna go and talk to a publisher and sign a book deal or whatever man whatever deal you got to remember that the company that's signing you to do stuff is planning on making money off your ass well yeah so they are going to offer you the lowest thing that they can offer you and and make the most amount well, of they're going to maximize 
their profitability off of you. Well, regardless, yes, that is their job, and right. like, your job is to then come is to, to the not table, get taken out of advantage right, and of. To, to you know make this negotiation. Grab a fair. lawyer, exactly. Don't grab the lawyer; they appoint you. Don't talk to the people they get you to talk <laughs> right. to because those people. Yeah, are gonna and be don't on go up there like you're side. so smart that you're not going to get taken advantage of. Man, these people do this for their living. Because of like that's that's every that's their livelihood, man, and they know it a lot better than you do because they've negotiated thousands of record deals where you're working on your first one. Exactly, and like your job as a musician is to make as good a music as you possibly can, and that's what you spend your time focusing on. Yeah, their job as you know record execs are to make money for their business, right? What they focus on off of your product. Exactly. So if you go into a negotiation knowing that, remember it's your product, but you also got to keep in mind. There's 9,000 people behind you trying to get their shit signed, too. And that's the thing, man. You start to get too problematic in there. I can be, see where they'd be like, eh, go fuck yourself. Well, Unless you're that good. It's you know? no doubt. It's no different to me than, like, taking your car to the mechanic. And, like, yeah. if you take it to a shady mechanic and they're like, oh, no, this is this is wrong. And you got to get your air filter sure. changed. And, like, ah, oh, the rear differential's all fucked. You know, but if you... You can take it to a third party. Take it to someone right. independent that you trust and be like, oh, no, this isn't really wrong. Or like, oh, you can let that ride. Or Right. And I get it, man, because if I went to – if somebody was like to come in here and they'd be like, hey, we'll give you guys $500,000 for your podcast, I'd be like, hell yeah. But the reality is if they're giving us 500000 that means they can make $3 million off of it later on. Oh, And yeah. if you go into negotiations kind of knowing that, you know, you ask the right questions, man. Instead of being so excited to take that payout right now – Ask the right questions, man. Like, what do you, what do you guys stand to gain off of this? How come I'm not getting any of that merchandising? How come whatever? Right. Well, I mean, I think that's part of the problem with why people don't actually save and, like, why credit card debt is such a big thing. Because right. Because it's like, well, but I want this now. Right. Like, so it's the gratification about, versus yeah. the long-term payout. And that's the same thing with, like, bringing it back to the topic, yeah. man. Like, what what actually was shit. the topic? I don't even fucking remember. I it's, mean, I know uh, it was about <laughs> learning lessons and stuff. Yeah. But. What's the best lessons you've learned? By by completely ignoring what you were told not advice. to do. Ah, okay. Um, you know, I've never really taken many people's advice throughout my life, man. It's probably my deal, man. I've I've actually met very few people I respect the way they live their life. So I've like the whole mentor thing. I don't. That's hard for me to get. Okay. Because I've never really met anybody that I really wanted to. That I wanted to be that much alike. Okay. Um. If that makes sense, you know what I mean. I mean, no, it totally does. Um, I mean, I I imagine there's got to be somebody out there, there. There's there's a bunch of people out there that you know, right. but but I've just you know, and I've met people that are very successful, very good, and I try to take life lessons from them, but I would never sure you know call them a mentor, so to speak, you know. And I've never been in like one of those professional type you know professions, um, you know, to where that's the case. Like you're a uh, you know criminal attorney and. You know, the DA takes you under his wing and teaches you how to do your job kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, the like, ropes. And like, yeah, yeah, and something like that or stock market shit, you know, whatever, sure. business, you know, sure. whatever. So I've never been in those positions really. So, you know, I'm coming from a place of like just respect as an individual, like who I'd want to be like. Yeah. You know, kind of a thing. Yeah. Um, I'm just trying to think of advice that I've ignored that I have come back. What about like uh, leaving – college and like coming back here kind of a thing you know i know you traveled after that but i mean coming back here and just like being a mountain person a lot of people were probably against that right no i wanted I you to go to school or whatever i don't or think so continue on in a profession no i've i've been pretty fortunate in that like you've had a good support system from your your mom and dad though they're well, awesome good support but not like a heavy hand right yeah, yeah yeah you know they were always just like shit live your life be happy 
Yeah, you know? no, that's smart. And so I think, but I think with like moving to the mountains or anything like that, like there are realities to that situation that not everybody, that nobody pays attention to, like any situation. Right. Yeah. You know how you think it is in your head is different. Like it's cold eight months a year. Yeah, it's like snows cold in fucking May. Yeah, it snows in May. It'll snow in June. It'll snow in fucking August, August. Is the only month I haven't seen snow. See, with the first year I moved here, I saw snow every month. I every month that there I lived go. here, I was fucking blown away. Yeah, but uh, September, man, I've gotten huge dumps in September. I've seen negative temperatures in September. I've seen negative temperatures in May. Sure, it's uh, like it's cold, and that that seems all right because you, know, you got a lot of sunny days here and shit. But people think they're okay with that, but the reality of it is, is like it's not cold all the time like that. So it's not like you're just used to it. What'll happen is you'll get. 10 really super nice summery type days and you're like sweet man i'm gonna put my coats up and all that shit i'm gonna get rid of man summer's coming seeing on facebook everybody's posting pictures of going swimming and uncovering their pools and planting flowers and all this shit dude and then next thing you know it's negative 20 and it just dumped two feet of snow on you yeah and then that's when people start losing their shit because it's like you just can't get away from it for eight months it's always a possibility yeah dude i mean you've got you've got the weather you've got uh, you know, things are expensive up here. It's a yeah. tourist town. So, you know, 90% of the people you see are people who are on vacation, which typically people on vacation are not the best sort of people. No, and, they're kind of uh, definitely self-indulgent, self, uh, yeah. self-absorbed. I mean, there's not much else to do in the evenings other than drink or yeah. with your friends. Yeah, like, no, this is definitely a weird spot like that. Yeah. Like, uh, you drive around here at like 1030 at night, you might be one of the only cars on the road. That's another thing, too, dude. Like, drinking and driving up here is brutal because uh, there's only, like, one main road between all the towns. And yeah. uh, so you kind of have to – you're kind of limited with space. And, like, there's – you know, like, dude, back home it was all back roads. You know, you just stayed off the main roads when you were drunk, man, and you were good to go. Right. Oh, totally. <coughs> no, and it, and there was also, like <coughs> – I mean, I didn't grow up in, like, a ton of – with violent crime, but, I mean, there was definitely more so that, like, the cops were not just patrolling for DUIs, whereas up here – Right. That's all they have. Right? Yeah. Like, I mean, it's that's all, all that's traffic going on. stuff. And they have to staff these cops for, you know, um, the, all this influx of tourists every year, so they have to keep a full round, full year-round staff of cops, which means that in the summer and in, in the slow times, they have six cops on at night that they don't need. They only yeah. need two, you know, yeah. or one, but they have to give them the hours, you know, they have to work. So. No doubt. Uh, I'm still confused by this topic, I think, because, like, she wants to know the lesson, like, when we got advice that we specifically ignored and then ended up, what we ended up learning from those situations, I mean, isn't that always the advice you get that you ignored? Isn't that what you end up learning? <laughs> kind of, man. Like, I didn't go to, I didn't go to college, per se. You know, I've done a lot of uh, education and shit since, but I didn't go to, like, a university after uh after high school, and that was definitely something that I, advice I was given, to and I ignored not that. Or two, to not go. Okay. Oh no, they told me to go. Okay. That I should go. It's better if you go. And I was like bullshit, and uh, you know, and that one's more like a sixty forty seventy thirty, because there's a lot of jobs out there where you can make a lot of money by learning your profession as opposed to going to school and paying for a bunch of classes that you don't actually need for your. And I get it. Universities want their students to be well-rounded, alma mater, all that shit. But it's all—it's all, it's all no, about universities want to make money. Yeah, the, yeah. That's 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 yeah. Under the pretense, you know, 
and that's all pretense just just make money man that's all they really want to do that's why education is just so fucking expensive now it's it's just ridiculous well, and so that's just it i mean but that like, it was a money thing for me you know and i just couldn't do it and then i was told to try hard and all that and i just don't feel like it was uh it was necessary i think it's one of them things you can experience and i think it's probably a good experience dorm life stuff like that you know i did the army later which is kind of similar um just with less women you know and <laughs> uh um but it's definitely still like party, you know, fucking party well, of work, party of work, party of work kind of deal. I mean, anytime you get that first taste of freedom. Right. You know, like you, you've got to explore those boundaries and figure out those limits. And, and it's that's good for people like that, dude. I really do. You know, and yeah. especially uh, how a lot of kids grow up. They grow up with, uh, you know, incredibly uh, sheltered lives and shit like that. and. And so going to college is like they're, oh, my God, this is what life is. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, I mean, it, it really is one of those, much like travel, like it's right. that experience to let you know, like, holy shit, the way that I know isn't the only way. Yeah. And a lot of people, like their parents just come home and watch TV. And there's a whole lot of that generation that has existed for, for a few generations now. Just sit at home, watch TV and do nothing else. So those kids don't really get to experience a lot of life that's not the same thing. With a few random like violence or, you know, some things that happen at school, maybe a death here and there, something like that. So they get to experience like a little bit of life as opposed to like being out in the shit. You know, I think poor people a lot of the times uh, really experience a lot more of that life than like middle and upper middle class people. In what way? Um well, because they just get to uh, see what, you know, I think they get to see more of reality for a lot of people. Because okay. when you're in that upper middle class echelon, man, you're not seeing like the bottom of the bottom shit. You know what I mean? No, Typically, definitely uh, not. A lot like Buddha. You know, he lived 28 years or whatever in, in the palace in the, the palace and had, and, yeah, had no idea. Then he leaves the palace one day and he go, comes back and he's like, what the fuck, dude? There's some weird shit going on out there. So he packs up all of his shit and leaves or actually leaves all his shit there and leaves and takes off to find out what it's like to be poor and destitute and all that shit, which I thought was really cool. That's admirable. Um, but, uh, wow. Gone. <laughs> I can see it. I but, can see it in your eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but you know what I mean, though. I do. I mean, it's... Uh, yeah, it's... You know, it's it's easy to get sheltered in in however it is you were brought up, whether it was, you know, yeah, yeah. In, in the lower classes or the upper classes or anywhere in between. Like, the reality is there's a lot of different ways to make it all work. There really is, man. And it's all about experience. It's all about just getting out there and living that well, experience. And that's what teaches you how to, how to be intelligent. You could be book smart all day long, but if you don't get out there and get life experiences, you're not that bright. Right. No, it's the truth. And no. I mean, and the opposite is true. Like you can sure. go far with, you know, just living your life and no book learning, but like at a certain point, you're going to hit that ceiling. Right. And yeah. like, that's just, that's just the way that is. But I think that's why going back to Audrey's question, I think that's also part of the trick is because you don't know. I mean, like, just look at the amount of advice that is out there and the, the paths that you can choose to live your life. Oh, now it's, it's just wide the fuck open. It's almost it's overwhelmingly it's so you can completely. Yeah, you can chase any fucking dream you want to chase. I yeah. mean, that's that's it. Like anything you really want to try to do, 
you can do, man. And the more driven you are, typically the more successful you are. That's really what it all comes down to, man, is how much effort do you want to put into it. Sure. And Some how- people get born into the shit. That's absolutely right. But most people don't. And that's the reality of it. And if you yeah. want to do something, man, you got to get off your fucking ass and do well, it. And that's it's, really it's work, man. Like, yeah, it's it is. It's work. work. Like, but the most successful people I know, all the self-made people, those are the people that are really driven, man. They stay at their businesses for 90 hours a week. That's all they do for several years, and then it starts paying off. But that first, that first few years, man, first five years is brutal, man. Like you really have to put in the drive, and then to maintain it or to continue to make more, you have to continue that drive. Yeah. And that's a that's a hell of a commitment, man. And uh, see, I just don't have that, man. I've never been that driven as far as that goes. So right, you know. But then I think that also, but I think that's smart, man, because I don't necessarily think that like lasting and true happiness comes from from that path. Well, I mean, it certainly. But can. that's not for you. But like you know, since everybody's different with their different uh, personalities and shit like that, there's some people that are just driven. They're like cattle dogs, man. They just need to run. They just need to work. They just need to do shit. As much as they fucking can, that's what makes them thrive. Because other than that, they sit around freaking out because they want to be doing all this other shit. When they they have downtime, they can't stand it. Oh, I mean, I definitely think we need to work, and I think a lot of us are actually happiest when we're engaged in like uh, the you know it to some of our greatest capacities. Um, but I don't think that like chasing money and chasing prestige and status is a lasting path to happiness. No, I see. And I don't either. And see, that's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm talking about, man. Is like somebody like me, if I was forced to be really driven, I would be unhappy my entire life. But there's some people out there just like a cattle dog that need to run. Oh yeah. And those people are happy being driven and they're happy doing that. It's when you try to be like that guy, when you have a personality like me, that you become really unhappy, I believe. Right. Or you know? if someone who's really driven tries to be like, it's right, right, it's right. They just feel lazy. And all that stuff. Totally. They're going to feel extremely lazy and they're going to feel worthless, fall into a depression. Which is why yeah. the advice for you versus the advice for them would be completely different. Completely the opposite, yeah. So then how would you know what actually works for you until you actually try it out? Well, that's it, man. Like right? if you're sitting there feeling like you need to be doing more shit all the time, then you might be a more driven individual and get out there and do do something more. If you feel like you're fucking overwhelmed all the time, then then back the fuck off and take a take a chill a more chill approach to life. Man. Yeah, like you don't you know? You, you know, and I think a lot of us hold ourselves hostage to choices we made when we're younger. Right. You know, yeah, and or expectations of other people or totally, whatever. Or ourselves even. Yeah. You know, like you know, maybe you go to college and you get this degree that you think this because is what that's you what you're supposed do. to do, right? But like, maybe when you get out into the real world, you realize, like, holy shit, this makes me miserable, right? And like, do you stubbornly keep doing it because because that's that's what you paid to go to school for, right? Yeah, no, I've actually had that conversation with a lot of people. They're, they're like, well, I went to school for it, I might as well do it. And I'm like, do you like it? They're like, no. And they're like, then do something else, man. Yeah, like who gives a shit? Like you made a bad decision, you have to pay for it for a while. Or even if it wasn't not, not, I mean, not a bad decision, yeah. just a different decision. You I mean, know? I, think, I think we all and, do our best yeah. all the time, you know, that we can. Yeah. But like to not take new information in and like process that just seems silly. Yeah, like, now I get it, man. Like it's hard to go from, especially once you get into about the middle of a career where you've had a few raises 
And so starting out at an entry-level position somewhere else, uh. making less money, when you know what you're doing now versus, like, being the new person and not knowing anything, which is tough for a lot of people. Absolutely. Um, I can understand that how you can get trapped into a profession, trapped into a relationship, trapped into other shit. But, but change, you can still – You can still change aspects of that stuff without having to change the entire thing. Certainly. You know, maybe work less. You know, use well, your use your vacation more. Yeah. You know, or, take longer vacations. Exactly. Whatever. Like, yeah. I mean, most people. Yeah. Again, man, like time off is a good thing. It is, man. Like, <laughs> like you it, know, use it like we you, you know? say it all the time. Veggie. I've heard you say it all the time. You've told me all the time. Like we were not put here to work. No, not like R- that. Regardless of, you know, how you think we got here and like spiritual beliefs and all that jazz. Like, like there is more to life. Than sitting in a cubicle all day long. Than making some company a whole shitload of money. Right, right. So that's where we talk about the experiences, man. Learn from the other people. Old people always always say they wish they would have traveled more. They wish they would have worked less, spent more More time time with with the family, family. all that shit. That's what old people say forever, and that's exactly what we're talking about. If there's one bit of advice you want to ignore, man, it's the fucking work, 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 money, money, money. That's the worst advice there is. And the idea that there's a right time to do anything. Like, yeah. because there now. Were all, exactly. There is a right time to do anything. And it is always now, now. Yep. because at least start planning it, man. If you even just plan a trip, you can have so much fun just looking oh, forward the to the trip. Yeah. yeah and it's look like, at it like, oh, man, look at this. We can do this when we're there. We can yeah. do that. Even if it's just 100 miles away, man. Dude, yeah, you even can, if you're just going to Wally World. Yeah. Fine, yeah. You know? Even if you're just going camping, man, whatever. Like, you know, get out and explore that yeah, shit. Yeah. And like enjoy you know? that excitement. And I need to take some of my own advice as well, you know, I because during the winter. You know, I tend to hibernate a little bit. You know, I get out and snowboard and shit like that, but I tend to hibernate, you know, yeah, because it's cold as fuck. But really what I need to do, and I've learned this over the last uh, year or two, man, is uh, getting out twice a year in the winter. You know, like just getting away from the cold for a little while, and then I don't mind coming back to it, man. It's it's cool. Well. But it's just that's that's it with your your job and your family and your shit like that, man. Sometimes you just need to get away. Dude, it's so easy. Go to the store by yourself and get something. Like, it's so easy to just get trapped in that system. Yeah. Uh, whether it's just like constantly working or inertia. Inertia Whatever it is, is real. Yeah. Yeah. And you will – it's far easier to keep going in the same direction than it ever is to stop and change. No, that's true. But, I mean, you know. the fact is like we learn and we grow, so – what you wanted to do 10 years ago isn't what you want to do now. Right. It's funny. It's like that with skydiving, man. When I was skydiving, dude, everybody I talked to wanted to, to go skydiving, right? Well, you call that motherfucker and say, hey, I'm going on Saturday. Would you like to come down with me? And then that's when all the excuses start rolling out of their face, man. And that happens with 98% of the people that say, oh, man, I've always wanted to go. And the reality of it is is that people think they want to do these things, but they don't. Yeah. You know, they should. Talk is cheap, right? Yeah, they but again, should. the right time. There's going to be right a million time. reasons not oh, to go yeah, skydiving there's always on a million that Saturday. Reasons not to move to the town you want to move, sure. move to the state you want to move, move to the country sure. you want to move. Like man, to get into or out of the relationship yeah. you want to be in. Yeah, man. Like, there's no better time than right fucking now. To man. Spend, spend Let's pull the trigger life. and do it, man. That's that's what I always used to do. Like with skydiving, man, it's just one, two, three, and then go. Like I say to myself, I'm going to go one, two, three, go. And then what I do is I hold myself to my own shit. Like I said I was going to do that. I promised myself I was going to do that. If you can't keep a promise yourself, you know. And on that note, one, two, three, go. We out. Thank you for listening to Ignorant and Uninformed. Check out all the stuff 
own the iTunes. I don't know. This is Ben's line. Subscribe to the podcast. Check us out on iTunes. Send us topics. All that information's at the beginning of the podcast. We love you guys. Thank you. Peace.